At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in. Follow the money. The Sin, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, who's filling in for Paulie this week. We are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. It's a huge game tonight in the NBA. Lakers and the Suns and uh, LA right now. Lane two in the game. You think Anthony Davis is going to play tonight? I do. Totals <clears throat> around what two oh eight as we speak. So you guessed that uh, LeBron James point prop tonight is twenty eight and a half. Matt, it's uh, thirty one and a half tonight. Okay. for the point prop. Well, if AD plays like I expect him to play, would you think that number should come down a little bit? I would. Uh, if you tell me right now, I could get under thirty one and a half, and AD is going to play. I would bet the under. I read his quotes about his uh, rehab and the status of his groin injury, and everything led me to believe that he is going to be on the floor tonight for the Lakers. Okay. LeBron's points, rebounds, and assists tonight. Again, in Game 5, when they got run out of the gym, it was 44-and-a-half, 43-and-a-half at some spots. Tonight, 49-and-a-half. Oh, come on. Okay. Well, he left the game early. In game five, and I think he ended up with a total of about, what, 30, 38, something like that, points, rebounds? I think assists. right around there, yeah. He's obviously not going to leave the game early tonight unless he's injured. Uh, and that's, uh, I, I can't bet over a big number like There's that. There's no way I could bet over 49 and a half. It's, it's either, it's under or pass on that, on that. Can't go over 49 and a half. He just, you know, there's, also doesn't exactly look right at this point. Like, sure. Like the LeBron that we've, 
you know, watched for the last 17 years before well, this year and coming back from this injury? That's well put, because to me, he doesn't look like even the LeBron we've watched for the most part for the last five years. Yeah, right. I think he's lost a little foot speed. Like as I, t- I talked about the other day, I don't see the same explosion to beat guys off the dribble. When he gets to the rim, he can't score over people like, a, like he could in the past. He just can't dictate things on the offensive end of the floor, as, I guess with as much muscle or speed as he uh, did in the past. And that's natural. I mean, that's uh, with old age, you're going to lose. If you lose a half step, you're losing a lot. Sure you are. Yep. You imagine if they do get blown out tonight at home and LeBron leaves the court again at Staples Center, I think Lakers fans would say, don't ever come back. Really? I think the Lakers fans would say, that's enough. Thanks for the one championship. Go away. I can't really put it on LeBron. I think a lot of this has to do with Anthony Davis' injury status. And oh, the fact course, that this roster is just not really put together that well. Well, I'm disappointed at, in a lot of these side players. KCP and oh. Dennis Schroeder and how poorly some of these guys have played. I can't point the finger at LeBron and say he's the problem. No way. No way. Did you like Schroeder last year with OKC? Because I did. Yeah, he played pretty well. I, he is he has not played well. No, he is not at all. I've, I've, for the most part for the Lakers, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. That oh. that's a guy who I've definitely changed my opinion on. I like the addition in the offseason. I never thought he was a max contract guy. No, well, I don't think like anybody deserves a max contract. I mean, it's like yeah. it's very thin the amount of players I would say, like KD, obviously, Giannis for sure, like LeBron in his prime, no doubt. Beyond that, I won't even give Davis max max contract because of his injuries. What did uh what did Dennis Schroeder turn down? Eighty million? Eighty four million dollars. Oh. Yep. Up next, Lufi Nicaro, NHL. UFC, and uh, we'll ask him if, if he's handicapped this uh, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley fight yet. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Cubs and Giants open up a weekend series today at Oracle Park. The Giants are in first place of the National League West Division. One game in front of the Padres. It'll be Anthony DiScalafani on the mound for the Giants. $1.28 favorite against Zach Davies and the Cubs, who have won three straight in nine of ten. Cubs $1.17 underdog. Padres at U. Darvish on the mound, laying a dollar eighty at home against the Mets. And Tawan Walker, Mets plus one sixty-three, six and a half under at Petco Park. NBA playoff action today: Trailblazers laying five at home against Denver. Lakers a point and a half favorite over the Suns at Staples Center. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on VSIN.com before you place your next bet. Every day, we're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. From the OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up-to-the-second info you need. You get real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats, and a lot more. Visit OddsTrader.com. Lou Finicaro joins the program now. Old school Lou. Yeah, uh, he has great write-ups every week. Point Spread Weekly, which you can get at vcin.com slash subscribe. It's good to see you again today, Lou. How are you, pal? 
I'm doing great. Good morning, gentlemen. Pleasure to be with you. You got it. Uh, you've expressed this to us now a couple times on the show going back uh, over the years that you like to wait until you bet the NHL. You like to gear up and watch like the last 20 games of the regular season before you really dive in and you love betting the NHL playoffs. How has the betting uh, been going so far for you in the first you know, couple of rounds? Uh, specific results so far this year, Mitch, 18 and 20 plus three units, a 7.86 return on investment. That's with Florida, Edmonton, and one other future bet uh, that I made at the beginning of the, of the uh, uh, playoffs, St. Louis of all teams. Those are all three losers, so I've, I had to overcome after the first round an 0-3 start. We're, we're doing pretty well, uh, but it's a long, grinding season, just like it is for the kids in the tournament, and there's a lot of hockey left to play. Now, do you handicap and, and bet hockey? I'm guessing the answer is yes here, similarly to how you look at the UFC, because you're, you're not exclusively dog or pass in the UFC, but you like to focus, obviously, on that plus price that you can get in mixed martial arts. Because uh, I think you actually liked the Golden Knights in Game 7, if I recall correctly, against the Wild. And I was on the other side, and you thought they were going to run them out, and they did. Well, even a blind squirrel finds an acorn once in a while, Mitch. So, you know, sometimes you, you get the right side. Um, as far as hockey relating to the UFC, though, to answer your question, I... Uh, attack money line sports in exactly the same manner in that I try and undercover uncover value in an underdog however if the value is on a favorite that's now 135 that was 200 then value or opportunity is opportunity and I'll go where I believe uh, there's the incentive for me to go in hockey and I've said this on numerous occasions it's really really important to understand how effective the road team is dogs are good Home favorites are okay, but road teams so far in this tournament, they're 26 and 26. So you're getting usually an obtuse amount of value with the road team because the half hour before they drop the puck, everybody's betting favorites. So uh, I key in on road teams. I I'd love to show you a model that had a bunch of math and moving parts, but in hockey, it's pretty simple. If you if you can if you can really focus in on effective road teams and their spot, you can do well. Uh, Lou, you liked the Vegas Golden Knights before the series. You sent me a text about it. They got blown out seven to one in Game One. Did you come back with the Knights in Game Two last night? And if you did, that's kind of a tough beat. That was a game where Mitch and I both thought the uh, Knights outplayed the Avalanche uh, second and third periods, but uh, came up short in a three-two overtime loss. Yeah, hockey's so great because when you win those gut-wrenching uh, contests, man, you can fall asleep immediately. But when you lose <laughs> one like that, it, yeah, <laughs> it takes true. a little while. Yeah. And, and, and it's a gut-wrenching sport, so you win some and lose some. Yes, I did come back with uh, the, the Knights. Yes, I also came back with a Knights series play. And now that we know teams that fall down in NHL playoff history, 0-2, uh, the winner, the, the leader at 2-0 in a series, seven-game series goes on to win 86.8% of the time. So the Knights have their hands full, but I'm not done with them yet. I'm not done feeling that Colorado is 
preparing for uh, some team, and I, I, sh I first thought it was St. Louis, now I thought it was Vegas. I'm eventually going to think it's going to be Tampa Bay, but I, I think somebody heavier and a little bit larger and more structured than Colorado will eventually beat them, and so far I've been over. Yeah, that was a rough one last night, plus the penalty in overtime, too. I know... Mm -hmm. A lot of people had a major problem with that. I don't, I don't know if you really want to make that call like 40 seconds into overtime, but they did. And the Avalanche capitalized, obviously, with the power play. But you're right. I think it's, it's tough to slow them down. But I was you know, watching that game closely again last night. I tweeted this out, Lou. Like, when they're on their game, when they're fully healthy, it kind of reminds me of, and there's probably a more recent like comparison, but I just thought of like those 90s Kentucky teams with Patino or the 40 minutes of hell with Arkansas, just relentless the whole time, up and down the ice as fast as possible. You know, full court press. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Bombs away. But if you slow them down a little bit, we saw the Golden Knights out shoot them last night, like 41 to 25. They had their chances. Yeah, they actually played the fast paced game better than uh, Colorado did last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's encouraging for Vegas, yet when Colorado doesn't play their best game and wins, that's encouraging for them. Yeah. However, I'll take us back. I want to say 1995, you had the Red Wings with all the Russians, and they went in and huge favorites, two or three to one over the New Jersey Devils and Scott Stevens, who swept them. So uh, I, there's a fine line between being stubborn and being diligent on your process, and, and I don't believe it's Colorado that's going to hold. I just don't. Okay, so I want to tie in two things here then. As you said, you think Tampa Bay is eventually going to get to them. So you obviously like their chances to get by Carolina up 2 nothing and beyond the next opponent. Um, but what you said about road teams and finding value, uh, the first two games of this series have been pretty close. Uh, you can make the case that you know, Carolina, this should be 1-1 probably. Um, and you're looking at a Hurricanes team tonight now catching 135 on the road. Is that an appealing enough number for you to back them tonight? It will be in about 10 hours when that 35 goes to 48. Yes, I, part of what I want to do is key in on a road team. I also want to key in on a road team that's going to beat the opening line or, or provide me closing line value. And that's going to happen tonight with Carolina. And look, Carolina's season is on the line tonight, just as it was in game two. In a seven-game series, you're down 0-1. You have game two and game three to make it a series. So Carolina's best effort will go tonight. It's them against the world, and it's going to be them against the world betting-wise, too, because it's going to be me the only one betting them, quite honestly. And I'll say the same thing with the Knights tomorrow. When the Knights end up coming home, uh, they're going to have to play their absolute best game against Colorado that first game in order to get back in this series. Totally agree. Were you on Montreal last night? Yes, sir, I was. Yeah. I, that, I mean, that number, as we were on the show yesterday, so 20, you know, that, that's what, we're on the show like 10, 12 hours before the, the puck drops. Jeff Davis, who does the numbers here at Circa, he's tweeting out, what am I missing here? Uh, do we have a bunch of Canadians that are not going to be playing in this game? And he kept moving the number up, and eventually I had to come in on the, on the Canadians as well, because why were the Jets laying that big of a number last night? Uh, the misconception in hockey is that the team with eight days rest has all the advantage, and, uh -huh. and quite honestly, that's quite the opposite. It's the team that just got done playing frantic hockey that is able to deliver their legs into game one, while Winnipeg clearly was sluggish and off. Uh, the longer this series goes, the more they're going to ramp up and the more we'll see the effect of that long series on Montreal, but not in game one.
Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans here today on a Thursday. Lou Finagaro is our guest. You also specialize in uh, UFC mixed martial arts. I wanted to ask you about the look-ahead fight here with Jake Paul and uh, Teron Woodley. Have you started to handicap the fight yet? I mean, it opened up, you know, a pick over at the Westgate, and at last check, Paul is already up to a dollar seventy favorite. At some books, I think Woodley was favored at a dollar fifty. Woodley has been shot as a UFC guy now for a while. Is he? Get, but, but what do you make of Paul? How do you possibly go about handicapping the two fighters that he's taken on so far this year? Uh, those are tough questions for me. I'm of the opinion <laughs> that in the 80s, when Marvin Hagler left boxing is when I left boxing, 82, 83, 84, after the Sugar Ray charade. Wow. It was then that I began to realize that boxing was turning into something other than a sport of integrity that you can bet on. So I left it because there's no integrity betting that sport. And now if we evolve a few decades later, we're talking about a guy from the UFC who's washed fighting some guy who I don't really know who he is or where he come from. He's got a brother. That's all I know. And, and, and the charade, the Barnum and Bailey environment of what these two gentlemen are bringing into this sport is further removing boxing from a legitimate sport, in my opinion, and sh- shifting it over to WWE and the Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Sucker born every minute. That was well said. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that's your take on that at all. Uh, what about the Mayweather-Paul fight this week? Uh, so I'm sure you spent a lot of time handicapping this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I did see was uh, the, 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 whichever Paul took the hat off Floyd, yeah. and Floyd looks older than me with that hat off, for crying out loud, with <laughs> yeah. all that gray hair. For So, uh, uh-huh. you know, good fun, uh, going to keep young people entertained, going to probably even draw some pay-per-views and some bets, but that that's nothing, There's there's no integrity in that pursuit, at least as far as I'm concerned. All right, how about the UFC? Yeah. What do you have? Uh, you got any best bets you can uh, offer up this week? When one guy's standing over another guy and the guy on the ground is quivering and his eyes have rolled back in his head, there's integrity in that fight. And so the UFC, we will talk about it. In the main event this week, uh, what we have in main and co-main event are heavyweights. So if we're not going to get marquee name guys, at least we're going to get the big boys going to throw bombs. And in the first fight, we're going to have a guy named Sakai, who's big, strong, uh, a Brazilian striker, which is almost uh, atypical. They're mostly Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialists, uh, but he's a Muay Thai striker, big, Huge, slow, deliberate against a really pedigreed kickboxer in Yair Rosenstreak from Suriname, who's on the other end of the Brazilian continent from Sakai. Uh, Rosenstreak had a career in kickboxing where he won every award you could possibly win. And he's going to be a little bit the smaller slider man, but he's going to be much more precise, much faster, much quicker. I think it's going to take him some time to chop this big Sakai down, but I think the longer we go, the more this fight's going to turn to Rosenstreak. And you can catch him now minus 115 to minus 125 wherever you shop. And uh, you can go ahead and take that now if you wish or wait. Uh, heavyweights will make the scale, and there's no real uh, worry about uh, anything other than that in in this particular fight. Rosenstreak, and I would I would lean to over one and a half. Uh, that's 
minus 190 because it's going to take him a while to soften up this big uh, Brazilian fighter. Okay. Anything beyond that? I know that we have uh, Harris is on the card again, who's kind of uh, fallen from grace a little bit since last year. Bozer's on the fight. He's really good on the card. He's a really good fighter. Harris and Tybur is going to be a real good fight. That's the co-main. Harris, yep. big, strong, explosive, but really without a lot of tools. Tybura is the more sophisticated, well-rounded, refined fighter. He just hasn't fought the level of competition. That said, Harris's higher level of competition has gotten him knocked out. So, uh, great fight. I, I lean. A, I, I thought maybe uh, early Harris. As I get closer to this fight, I'm thinking the tool set of Tybura uh, may be better set. Uh, down the card a little bit, you have Ponzanibio against a kid named Baeza. Ponzanibio before a two-year break was the man at 170 that no one wanted to fight. Took a break to heal some injuries and, and get himself back into focus. And when he came back, I think he came back a little overconfident. He walked into a Sunday shot from Jing Liang and got knocked out. And so that surprised him. I think it surprised the community. And so Ponzanibio comes back now at 36 against a kid that's 10 and 0, young and very dangerous. Ponzanibio loses. He rides off into the sunset, and for that reason, I think we're going to get a focused, refined effort, and the Baeza, his opponent at 10-0, might be in line for a schooling. This might be a Ph.D. and MMA fight, uh, Santiago Ponzanibio, uh, at even money. Okay, so just bet, bet it even. Don't get cute with, like, submission or knockout or anything like that or inside the distance. Just go even money with him? Yeah, in fact, I, I also like that fight to go to the distance plus 150. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a competitive decision fight. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Gamlu. Do we get to all the uh, all the uh, fights that you like? Got to all the fights okay. we like. If we want one live underdog, Lipsky, a young Brazilian female fighting Montana De La Rosa. She opens minus, plus 140. She's up to plus 230. Those are the kinds of line movements that I like, and I may be grabbing Lipsky with some value as we get closer to Saturday. Hey, Lou, just a quick look ahead. Next week, we have a really good UFC card on tap, right? Yes, we do. And who it, who it is, uh, it's escaping me now because That's I'm so uh, finitely focused yeah, on this it's, one. It's uh, Vittori against Adesanya. That's the main event. Oh, yes. It's, it's, it's Phoenix, and I'll be at press row for that. Thanks to the wonderful support I get from the people at Visa, and I'll be uh, having a press pass for that and be watching ringside. Uh, Marvin Vittori is the most Jan Blockowitz middleweight that there is. Adesanya jumped up from middleweight to fight Jan Blachowicz at light heavyweight, and he got his ass whooped. So I think that you're going to have a very interesting fight. Vittori is motivated, but he's a little bit, because he's Italian, he tends to be a little bit short-circuited sometimes, and I think the coolness of Adesanya in a five-round fight might be the difference. Very good. Excellent spot as always, Lou. Love talking to you. Good luck this weekend. Thank you guys for the time. Sure appreciate it, and good luck to everyone. You got it. Again, follow him on Twitter. He's at Gamlu. You can read him in Points by the Weekly. His uh, breakdowns are great every week. vcin.com slash subscribe is the spot to get that. vcin.com slash subscribe. A tribute that most won't give Coach K. Coming up next.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader 
with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds, boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 in a match bonus, passes, payouts, and uh, only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21 years old. Quite the day yesterday in the basketball world. Stunning. News right away after the show ended. Brad Stevens stepping down from the coaching position with the Celtics. He's going to move into the front office. Danny Ainge, see you later. And then about an hour after that, yeah, by, by the way, guys, next year is going to be Coach K's last at Duke. He's calling it quits. I thought he might coach five more years. I Right? You know, with five national championships and more than 1,000 wins, Mike Krzyzewski has had a remarkable career. He's one of the most accomplished coaches in college hoops history. All of that's undeniable, right? Sure, of course. He's got one season left. So today, let's celebrate and reflect on many of the most memorable Coach K moments. This is a special tribute I, I've put together to Coach K called I'll Never Forget. I love this idea. Okay. You've been waiting all day for this. I'll never forget the Blue Devils' 103-73 loss to UNLV in the 1990 NCAA championship game. Coach K, you made history because that remains the largest margin of defeat in a title game. I'll never forget the 1992 NCAA Regional Final when Christian Leitner stomped on the chest of a Kentucky player. Leitner went on to make the shot to win the game. Kentucky coach Rick Pitino said at the time, we should have won the game because Leitner should have been thrown out and ejected. Hey, Coach K's teams occasionally caught breaks from the refs. Occasionally, yeah. Do you remember that, Mitch? I, will, I mean, I was like 14. I'll never forget that, ever. I'll never forget the 1994-95 season when Coach K left the team after 12 games. A home loss to Clemson in early January, citing a back injury and exhaustion. Assistant Coach Pete Gaudet led the team to a 4-15 record, including 2-14 in ACC play the rest of the way. And all of those losses went on Godette's permanent record, contrary to the practice at most other schools. I'll never forget when you guided the U.S. Olympic team. A motley crew of cast-offs, junkyard dogs, and misfits such as Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade. The three improbable gold medals. Your 21-point victory over Angola in 2008 remains a coaching masterpiece. I'll never forget March 2014 when the 14th-seeded Mercer Bears stunned Duke 78-71 in the first round of the NCAA tournament. You were outcoached that day by Bob Hoffman, a former women's coach. I'll never forget how often you manipulated the refs to get calls to go your way in big games. For example, the 2015 NCAA title game when Wisconsin's nine-point lead with 13 minutes remaining disappeared in a whirlwind of whistles. The Badgers were called for 13 fouls to the Blue Devils' six in the second half, while Duke had 20 free throw attempts, 10 more than Wisconsin. Do you remember that, Mitch? Matt, I tried to go back and watch it again yesterday. I wanted to throw up in my mouth, and I thought to myself, I wonder how much money it would take me to watch this game from start to finish again. And I thought, maybe maybe I would watch it again for $1,000. Maybe. I'll never forget Duke's 14-point loss to Oregon in the 2016 Sweet 16. Coach K pulled Duck star Dylan Brooks aside, lectured him for his on-court celebration. After the game, he lied in the press conference about what he said to Brooks. Yeah, classy move, Coach K. You stole my line. Coach K, a class act all the way. I'll never forget the 2016-17 season when your indefinite suspension of starter guard Grayson Allen for repeatedly tripping opposing players 
taught a dirty player a harsh lesson after after a loss to a mediocre Virginia Tech team, Coach K reinstated Allen after one game. I'll never forget Stephen F. Austin. In November 2019, your number one ranked Blue Devils lost as 27-point favorites against the unranked Lumberjacks at Cameron Indoor Stadium. The box score showed Stephen F. Austin attempted 17 free throws. Duke attempted 40. Oh, surprise, surprise. I'll never forget March 31st, 2019. You had three top 10 picks in that year's NBA draft. Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish. Yet failed to reach the final four after a loss to Michigan State. I'll never forget your desperate, pathetic campaign to get past, get this past college basketball season postponed after home losses to Michigan State and Illinois in early December. It was foolish to play during the COVID pandemic. You said, although most other coaches disagreed and the season continued, and you sarcastically berated a student reporter and eventually concluded with your 13-11 team missing the NCAA tournament. I'll never forget the NCAA taking no action on rules violation allegations against Corey Maggette, Chris Duhon, and Zion. I'll never forget the smirk, the ego, the pompous American Express commercial, the nasal tone voice, the whining after foul calls, and of course, never forget the black hair dye. A-plus, Matt. Excellent. What we're betting today, in-pocket plays, coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays. And for those of you that uh, caught Matt's I'll Never Forget tribute to Coach K, we will tweet that out a little bit later on this morning. That was absolutely superb. Well, I, we tried I, to get Tom Rinaldi to read that. Yeah. You know, on top of the piano music, but we couldn't reach him today. That's not the type of tribute you're going to hear from Dick Vitale or Jay Bell. No, you're not going to probably get that uh, many other spots today, this week, the entire year leading up to uh, how many calls is he going to get next year already? Oh, I'm, I want to, again, I'm sick to my stomach. But the, the one game that you brought up in the middle there, because I'm from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's 48-39, 13-17 to go. I remember well. The crowd's going nuts in the Badgers' favor. They do picks a timeout. Coach K is... Berates the refs during the timeout. He's red-faced. And how many calls went Duke's way after, after the that, timeout? After that, it was a freshman by the name of Grayson Allen who got every single call the rest of the game. Yeah. And even the Wisconsin players are like laughing. They're like, what is going on all of a sudden? It just flipped and they talked. Bo Ryan, uh, Bronson Keating, I believe, talked about it after the game. They're like, uh, did you watch the game? That was horrendous what took place. Every single time down the down the court, they got a call. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? We were dominating the game up by nine, 13 minutes to play, and then all of a sudden, we, nothing taken away from us like that? I'll never forget it, Mitch. Yeah, good job. Uh, I had a loser yesterday, one loser and a uh, one game that was postponed. The loser, Twins, run in the first inning. Look. Still not sure how you lost that. Yeah, plus 150. You had the first two runners on with no outs? Yeah, leadoff double Matt against Matt Harvey. Leadoff yeah. double, and then a walk, and then nothing. I also, later on in the day, I bet, uh, you know, run to be scored in the first inning between the two teams. That happened, and then the Orioles had the bases loaded with nobody out. I got a, te- a tweet from Tom today who said, I'm done betting baseball. I had it with you last night. <laughs> a combined five runners on with nobody out in the first inning. We can't get a run across? Okay. Uh, the game that was postponed was Phillies-Reds. I had the first five under, four and a half. 
updated Major League Baseball record 21-14-1 with uh, plus 9.5 I'll say minutes. one thing quickly. Yeah. It's a little early in the season to say I'm done betting baseball. Yeah. I know yeah. it's frustration and, yeah. you, and you say that, but he'll be back betting baseball by the weekend. Yeah, probably. Um, so, tonight, I'm on the Lakers minus two. Game six, I think you're right. I think Davis is going to play. And by the way, if we get that news later on in the day, what's going to happen to this number? It's not going to move much. Oh, I think it will. It'll be what? If we get the news that oh, the D- news D- that he's not going to play? No, no Davis is going to play. Uh, it would probably go up to three, three and a half. That's kind of, I thought three and a half probably. I think head. he's going to play. I read the quotes, uh, Anthony's comments about his recovery and his groin injury, and if, I, I'm going to be surprised if he's not in the four after I read what he said last night. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and with you. That's going to be one of my plays as well. Let's roll it with uh, roll with the Lakers minus two. Yeah, and my other play tonight, and like Lou pointed out earlier, but we'll put this on the board right now. I'm not betting it yet. Hurricanes plus 135. I'll be patient, and uh, later on in the day when this number goes up, as Lou said, it will go up, and I believe in that, and uh, catch the best number that I can during the day, and I'm going to be on the Hurricanes tonight against the Lightning in Game mm-hmm. 3. All right, Lakers minus two. Uh, a lot of times you want to bet on a good team off a bad loss. Yeah. You want to bet on a good team after a blowout loss. And uh, we saw that with the Golden Knights kind of last night in the hockey game against uh, Colorado Avalanche. I think you should see the Lakers uh, come back strong. They got embarrassed in Phoenix in that 30-point loss. It was ugly. They had a lot of guys who were called out by Shaq, among others, for being soft. You'll see a different Lakers team tonight. And I expect Anthony Davis to play. But uh, at minus two, that's a cheap price. And LeBron had never lost back-to-back games in the first round of the playoffs in his career yeah. until the other night. Now you're saying he's going to drop three in a row? Yeah, it's certainly possible. It is I, possible, for sure. I'll go ahead and take my chances on the Lakers minus two to keep this series alive. Yeah. Also, Mets and Tawan Walker, who's had an outstanding season to this point. Uh, to me, this is the best underdog on the board. The best pitcher, uh, plus 165. Best pitcher at this price. Mets plus 165. Now, you got to beat you, Darvish. That's not impossible. He has not been that sharp lately. So I'll go with Mets plus 165 over the Padres tonight at Petco in San Diego. One NBA and one baseball play. And I'm going to bet Hot Rod Charlie in the Belmont. And I think you're going to win me over here. I'm probably going to bet the Mets as well today. I like it. I hit a big dog last uh, Friday night with the Giants over the Dodgers. So hopefully we get to the same thing with the Mets. All right, now here are our top horse racing plays for today from Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk. You ready? At Gulfstream Park in race four, Jeremy likes number two, Robbing Robin at 7-2 on the morning line. Trainer Kathleen O'Connell has a remarkable 7-for-16 record with debut runners going this four-and-a-half furlong dash distance at Gulfstream Park over the past five years. The average winner among those is paid just under $9. So it's a win bet on number two in race four at Gulfstream. And at Belmont Park, race nine, Jeremy likes number eight, technical analysis at 9-2 to two on the morning line. The extended distance of a mile and one-eighth in the softer course conditions should play strongly to the European pedigree of this Colt moving up in class after back-to-back wins, several top contenders here look best around one mile. So look for this one to be finishing best late. Win and place bet to get Belmont Stakes Weeks rolling in the Big Apple. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred 
Horse betting app of VSIN. The first bet app offers AI-assisted handicapping, wagering on more than 300 racetracks, and HD live horse races and replays. To celebrate the Belmont Stakes, first bet is giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up now through June 5th using the promo code VEGAS20. Also, everyone who redeems this $20 free bet offer will receive full access to VSIN subscription products for free and a $20 credit for merchandise in the VSIN store. Go to vsin.com slash horses for details. VSIN.com slash horses and promo code Vegas20. You know, we got a tweet, a lot of tweets here about the Coach K tribute. Sure. The special tribute for a special man. You remember when he lectured Dylan Brooks? Oh, that was so pathetic. After that loss, blowout loss to Oregon in the Sweet 16. I, I wish somebody like Dan Alton or somebody would have come across the table and like really scolded him at that point. I love it last year when Nate Oates, coach for oh, uh, Alabama. Great. Called him out called for trying coach to get K the out. season postponed. Absolutely. He's oh, like, let yeah. me ask you, if, if you're having a like, typical Duke season, would he be saying stop the season? If you didn't lose those home games to Michigan State and Illinois, would you say postpone the season? Yep, right? Hell no. Exactly. The, uh, look, I never ask for retweets or uh, likes on Twitter. I think uh -huh. it's uh, very petty. Um, but, Matt, that was so good. When we tweet that out later on, and by the way, Matt's on Twitter at MattHumans247, at Vison Live. I'd like to see that thing really take off and get like 10, 15, 20,000 views today. Really. Right? And I'd like to see reaction from other people like in the national media. If they ever watch this, they'd be like, oh, how do you possibly say this about Coach K? Right? We've been waving the pom-poms now for 40 years for this guy. What's your favorite? There were 12 items I listed there. Uh, well, we the can 30 lose. dozen. Yeah. How about the Stephen F. Austin? Yeah, we can run 27 those. point home favorite, and he had 23 more free throw attempts. It was so good. I think we can talk about that and give you an update at the memorial coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of losing your hair? You can get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Go to keeps.com slash vsin. That's keeps.com slash vsin. I want to run down some uh, power ratings here that you can find this week in Point Spread Weekly in a minute. But you were asking me what my favorite thing was on your uh, tribute to Coach K, which mm-hmm. we're going to tweet out again a little bit later on this morning at vsin Live. The Dylan Brooks thing was really good. Like, you're really, after a loss, you're really going to scold the player on the court. You lectured him, yeah. Scolded him. I mean, you got to because he hit a three pointer late in the game and celebrated. Exactly right. How about you stop him? How about you slow him down? You know, after the game, he lied about that in the press conference. He did. Said I, I told him you played a fantastic game. Yeah, that's and right. And then the CBS cameras uh, picked up the audio of him scolding Dylan Brooks. So he came back two days later. He issued a statement. So today, I spoke with Oregon coach Dana Altman and apologized for him to him for my remarks to Dylan Brooks following our game. It is not my place to talk to another team's player. And doing so took the focus away from the terrific game that Dylan played. How about the uh, foul on Greg Anthony to get him out of the game in the rematch in 1991? Well, I left that one out of there, but yes. that's Yeah, that was a good call. You the, know ref, the refs played their, uh, they played their key role in that upset of the Rebels the next year. No can doubt. I tell you this, by the way, for what it's worth? yeah. Uh, when they had they had a big press conference out here at Wynn years ago when he was the head coach of uh, the Olympic team mm-hmm. and uh, the local radio show. That he did I was a great doing, job of that, by the way. Not many people could have coached that team to a gold medal. Yeah, the the scraps of the NBA. Right. But I will tell you, he came over and sat down with us for like twenty minutes. Have you ever interviewed him before? I've or talked to him. Yes, I, I was. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. In the interview that we had, he was absolutely he was fantastic. It's hit and miss with uh, Coach K. Yeah. Sometimes he can be really good. Other times he I, can be... I'm curious, though, how like everything has been the... What do you want to call it? Because it really hasn't been considered a violation, right? But the 
you know, the recruits that he brought in where reports came out. I mean, I'll never forget, Dan, you called it, I'll never forget. Uh, Dan Wetz, <laughs> Yahoo Sports, many years ago, wrote a story about how um, Corey Maggette was giving all of these mm. benefits, and he was like a laundry list of things in a story at Yahoo. And he's like, just going to ignore this? Like, nothing. Nothing's going to happen at Duke. NCAA did nothing. Corey Maggette, Chris Duhon, Zion Williamson, there's more names you could add to the list. NCAA has done nothing. How did Leitner not get uh, kicked out against Kentucky? Stomped on a player's chest. Should have been ejected from the game. Did that twice in his career, right? Did it against UConn as well? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That was an A-plus, though. Great job out of you. The uh, leader right now at the Memorial is Adam Long. Of course, he's three under through six. You have a bunch of golfers at two under. Neesmith, Schwartzel, uh, Bazutenhut is there. Duffner. All the big names in golf. Uh, huge <clears throat> names. Uh, how about some golfers that are actually I believe of the bigger names? About variety? an hour ago, the threesome of John Rahm, Xander Shoffley, and was it Colin Morikawa? Yeah, all three are one under right now. Okay, that's good enough. There's my guy, Ricky Fowler, one under through three. Nice, your guy, Ricky Fowler. I'll take it. And a bunch of other guys are even, or they have not. Uh... Patrick Reed, one over through four. Oh, that's too bad. Gary Woodland, oh, one over through sorry. five. Keegan Bradley was a very popular pick this week. He's one over through three. Panic time! That's not bad. You don't want to be two over three over at this point. Uh, that's one thing I like to look at, too, is who takes them out, who takes themselves out that's... in the first round. Because you can lose the tournament in the first round. Bubba Watson off to a poor start. Cameron Champs had a bad year. He's off to, he, he is uh, two over. Mackenzie Hughes, Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar, four over through four seven holes. Four over with that great course record here, Matt. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the tools that I really like in uh, Point Spread Weekly, well, first of all, it's, it's great every single week, but when Mackinnon puts his uh, power ratings in there for all these sports, yep. so like if you don't create power ratings and you'd like a list, it's there every single week. He puts, the, you know, various sports. And again, you can get it at vcin.com slash subscribe. So his NBA power ratings look like this. Uh, he actually has Utah, per his numbers, the number one team in the NBA. A half a point better than Brooklyn. One point better than Milwaukee. About a point and a half better than the Clippers, the Sixers, and the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And then down on the list, you get Phoenix, Portland, Denver, and Atlanta. And you have Utah going to the uh, NBA Finals. Well, I do. And obviously, <clears throat> a lot of that depend depended at the time on the health of Donovan Mitchell. Because when I made that prediction, he was, he was out. And I assumed he was going to come back and... Uh, be fine. I just like the way the Jazz play. Yeah. Know? And uh, by the way, that's a Coach K. Understand. Disciple. Quinn Snyder. Yeah. But he, he has done a really good job with this Jazz team. They emphasize a three-point shot. Sure. They've got a rim protector in Rudy Gobert. That's the thing. You ha you've got to have that interior uh, defense. The Nets don't have that. The rim protector, yeah. Right. You've got to have the rim protector. Nets don't have it. Uh, I think the Jazz have everything it takes to win the title. It's, yep. This is... Utah's best team since 1998 when the Jazz probably should have beat the Bulls in the finals. And Michael Jordan Agreed. pulled off the miracle in the final minute in game six in Salt Lake City. Yep, yep. This Utah team's good enough to win it all. If you're going to shoot 40-plus percent of your field goal attempts from three and hit more than 40% of those, yep. you're good enough to go all the way. 100% agree. And Utah can do it. Yep. By the way, how about the sad news over the weekend? I couldn't Mark believe Eaton. that Mark yeah. Eaton, 64 years old, fell off of his bike and died. Oh, God. So, 
he he was like one of the first guys when I was super young, obviously, just like I was in awe because I couldn't understand how like a guy could be seven foot four. I was always blown away at that and like kind of like intimidated. You know, seven foot. Oh, absolutely, yeah. he was sure. Um, NHL power ratings via Steve Mackinnon, Colorado, the best team per his numbers, followed by Boston. They go again tonight, laying a number on um, against uh, the Islanders. Vegas, third best overall team, Carolina, and then Tampa Bay rounds out the top five. Now, his baseball rankings, again, per his numbers, Dodgers one, Padres two, Rays number three, mm-hmm. ahead of the Yankees at number four. Yeah, it's fair. Then it goes Astros, White Sox, Braves, Red Sox, Ooh. and... Braves are not playing up to that. No. <clears throat> Cubs on the list then. I think the Cubs are moving up the list. Yeah. I think so, too. Yes. Uh, the Giants... Blue Jays, Minnesota. I think this is where people are going to have, like, they're going to say, well, my numbers are completely different than this. It goes Twins, Angels, Phillies, and the A's all the way down that far. I think the the, the Minnesota situation kind of sounds like a preseason rating that has so. not been adjusted that enough yet. I would say so, yeah, probably. And the other teams I even mentioned in the middle of the pack, St. Louis and Milwaukee. Again, if, if the Brewers can get some hitting, uh, that team's going to be... That division suddenly is shaping up to be, you know, much better than I think we thought before the season started. No question. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's the most disappointing team in baseball to you at this point? Well, the twins are certainly near the top of the list. I think the I mean, twins are going to be at the top of most lists. Yes. Yeah. Uh I didn't have really good expectations for the Diamondbacks, but they completely stink. Oh man, they are bad. And uh, the well, the, the for various reasons. I don't know if I can include the Braves. They've had injuries. Guys miss time, obviously, but everybody has so far for the most part. I, the Braves are disappointing right now. Braves are disappointing. Not the most disappointing team in baseball, but, yeah, they were 500 a couple days ago, and they had dropped three in a row. They're down to 25 and 28. The Braves still have the potential because of their offense. Of course, Marcelo Zuna is in a lot of trouble off the field right now. Yeah. Of those lists, uh, those teams that we just put on the board mm-hmm. for the worst ROI right now, I mean, there are not many surprises, right? Like, nobody expected good things from the Orioles, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, like I said. The Braves are a surprise. The Twins are a surprise to be 22 and 33, and you're down, you know, 15 units, betting them every game so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, Yankees fans would probably say, hey, look at us. We've been disappointing. The Yankees have been. They are. They're really hot and cold, aren't they? New York Post sports editor was so upset with the Yankees after they got swept by the Tigers. He wanted me to write a uh, story for Monday's paper on how the Yankees World Series odds were a farce. Is that right? Yeah, was, yeah. They were disgusted in New York with uh, the Yankees getting swept by the Tigers. But that's what I'm saying. And obviously the World Series odds on the Yankees are not going to be adjusted that much. No. God, no. Because they could still make moves in July. The Yankees are still going to be... In contention there at the end, and they're going to take money. Well, so that, you can't you can't bump up the Yankees' World Series. No, you're not going to make them ten to one. No. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. How they're hot and cold. They just had that stretch that began with Corey Kluber's no hitter, and then for five consecutive games, the starting pitcher is never allowed to run. Right. I mean that's unheard of. And then they get swept by the Tigers. You're like, what the hell's going on? Then they come back this week. They lose game one to the Rays. They took the next two, and oh by the way, now they have. Garrett Cole going today, and they're big favorites to take the three, you know, three in a row, uh, including the rubber match today 
Yeah, I did not team. write that story about the Yankees. No, and, you know, no. I, I said maybe later if the Yankees continue to lose, we can look into that. But that's the thing in baseball; things change can change so quickly. Oh yeah, you can't. You just can't overreact, and that's why odds adjustments are not going to be made. That you know, based on one bad week or two bad weeks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Good shows this week. Thanks for sitting in. You're off uh, tomorrow, then, correct? You're like going uh, out of town yeah. for a little while. Yeah. Going out of town for a couple of days, but man, it's going to be a great weekend to golf here in Vegas. Up around 108, sunny every day. This is your time of year. Oh, man, you got to love it. Like you, you don't golf, do you? Yeah, I should. Do you have clubs? No. Okay. You'll watch golf this weekend, though. The I'll Memorial. watch plenty of it. Yeah. I just, the whole subject makes me sick. Like, like the Coach K thing makes me sick, too. Had so many opportunities for guys. Mitch, do you want lessons? I'll give you lessons. Do you want to go golfing sometime? Like, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> I just I don't know what happened sometime along the line where I said this a couple weeks ago. My grandpa gave me his clubs a long time ago when I was 16, 17 years old. And I just started hitting golf balls. And like everything was straight and it was long. And it was like, oh, man, I love this sport. This is a lot of fun. Somewhere mentally along the line, it got screwed up. And I can't, I can't, I'm terrible. Absolutely awful. It's, it's a very difficult sport to master. Yeah. By the way, the Coach K tribute, I'll never forget, has been tweeted out. It has? Yes. Go get it. Go check it out if Add you missed Beeson it. Live. Add Beeson Live. Retweet it, like it, do all that stuff. It's uh, worth rewatching today probably 10 or 12 times. Great job with that, Matt. And good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.